Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Instead, it's a set play. It's a high pick and roll with Favors and Hill. Hill drives to the left side of the floor. Lobs it back to Favors. Little push shot. Short. Gobert tip. Yes! With 27.5 seconds left. The Wattack front combining the two for the Jazz. You are Locked On Jazz. Your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 30th of January. The Jazz lose two last week and are going to come back to bite. Is there anything more seriously wrong than just losing a game or two? What's going on around the entire NBA with the struggles and the scuffles? We'll look at that and bring you in to another edition of Locked On Jazz. Pow! How are you? Welcome to another week. February of 2017, we're going to cross over this week. I'm David Locke, radio voice of Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's edition of Locked on Jazz. Uh, This is part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Locked on NBA has a nice show left over from last week uh, from the coach. Still timely. Has some all-star reserve stuff in it that's not as timely, uh, but you're welcome uh, to jump aboard. Uh, As I mentioned, we'll talk about the loss to the Grizzlies. Uh, look at it in concept of the week. The Jazz have a slow week this week. And we'll also look at what's going on around the rest of the NBA. Today's show is brought to you by Jamalto, bringing you digital security in a digital world, protecting you once the uh, nasty, mean, evil people get in. How do you prevent them from taking your data? Hold, protect, Make sure you're protecting your IP. Protect Once the breach happens, protect the breach. And by Blue Apron. Blue Apron's the -the state-of-the-art food delivery uh, kind of customized, fabulous menus and and all the other uh, aspects uh, to you. Promo code LOCK, L-O-C-K, Jazz, J-A-Z-Z, will get you uh, three free meals from the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. All right, we always start the show with pins across the world, and so we're going to do that uh, again today. And uh, excited to kind of bring you always the little stories that exist. So let's go. Uh, I've got a bunch of them, hopefully some that um, that show up that we haven't had before. Uh, you can always send them to me at dlock09 at gmail.com. I'm a big fan of your work and passion you put in your podcast network. I really miss anything jazz or NBA related the past couple of years because of, oh, well, that's nice. From Alex Troutman. This is from Alex Troutman. Stick a pin in Anchorage, Alaska, but also stick a salmon scale on King Cove, Alaska. I started spending my summers out there commercial fishing the past NBA finals. I missed most of the games, but we get filled in the next day over radio banter from the crusty old fishing boat captains in our area. Almost a surreal thing to hear a bunch of grizzled, salty, old salmon fishermen talk about how amazing LeBron and Kyrie are at 6 a.m. in stormy weather. That is pretty awesome. My first memories of basketball 
were my older brother and his favorite team, the Seattle Supersonics. We had Sean Kemp and Gary Payton posters all over the basement. But I couldn't just like them because he did. That would have been, like, the least coolest thing ever. So I cunningly one-upped him and decided to like a team that was playing against Jordan the next year in the finals. I was an eight-year-old. And so here I am today, basically a lingering bandwagoner from a bygone era of basketball brilliance, of which magnitude I had no idea. Out of what I can only imagine was pride with undertones of sibling competition, I have maintained as my favorite team ever since. I am one of the only open and vocal jazz fans that I know up here. So again, I cannot thank you enough for your coverage, your analytics, and sporadic but thoughtful social discourse. Uh, that's Alex in Alaska. He adds, one thing you may find interesting, the more I travel around my own state, the more I see how basketball obsessed it is. You can go to almost any village by airplane or boat and find half the community gathered around basketball. They are native Alaskan villages hardly on the map, and yet the people there love and play basketball almost every day. Many residents up to date on the latest signings, etc. We have seen as the hockey state, we're seen as a hockey state for obvious reasons, but in fact, Alaska loves basketball more than any other sport, I believe. Well, that's really interesting, and that was well-written. So thank you very much to Alex in Alaska for our pin across the world. All right, our uh, tip-off of the day is Jazz lose to the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, a game they frankly needed to win. They were home. The Grizzlies played the day before. Derek Favors didn't play. Grizzlies were relatively healthy without Chandler Parsons. Uh and the Jazz didn't pull it off. And really, that game was not particularly close. The Grizzlies were just better than Utah that night. Uh, and that's an eye-opening. The defensive rating was a 124.4 against a poor shooting team. They allowed effective field goal percentage of 58%. And before we totally look at this from the angle of the Jazz, which is how we look at everything, I think it's worth taking a moment and... Uh, looking at it from just the big picture, and that is Mike Conley, Marcus Ull, Zach Randolph, incredible veterans. Uh, Conley, in his ninth year, they the three of them have been through every war imaginable together of basketball ilk. They have been as a group together since... 2009, when Zach Randolph came, you know, they've probably played, I think that's right, I think Gasol predated that, Um, but I'll check and make sure that's right, Uh, Gasol came in 2008, yeah, Uh, and Mike Conley is nine years in the league, so he was 2008 as well, so they've probably played 2007-8, they've played, the three of them have played 500 some odd games together. And it showed on that. That was we lost to Portland. We're on a road trip. We're saving our season. And they just they just beat the Jazz that night. They were just better. Uh, and maybe, you know, the slightly discouraging thing of this week was that Westbrook, no surprise, was better. Um, and that Gasol and Conley and Randolph were better. Now, the best players on the other teams were better than our best players. At home. Uh, in games that needed to be won, that really, you know, if you're trying to be, and maybe maybe this is too big an ask, maybe we're not, maybe we're not ready for this, to be top four in the Western Conference, those are two games if you, you really got to feel like you're going to win. If you're going to win 50 games in a season, those are games you got to win. And offensively, you know, it's easy to say, 
hey, well, we only had four fast break points. We got to do ah, – offensively, we had a pretty good night. Our offensive rating was 116 against the fourth-best defensive team in the league. We got in a slow pace. We executed really well. A.B. brought 15 points off the bench in 16 minutes. The uh, the defense just could not stop Zach Randolph, Marcus Ole, and Mike Conley. And they each had their different periods of the game where they picked it up and took over. So it was really in a, in a little bit of a tip of the hat. It was kind of awesome. Uh, I think that's, I think, um, I think that's the, that's the first thing you, I think you have to a little bit kind of tip your hat. But from the big picture standpoint, we're not beating good teams. Uh, and that to me is a little disconcerting. We're eight in 14 against teams that are above 500. And the fact that we have been so almost flawless against teams that are below 500 is what is is what you know. This is actually what Portland did last year. Is has gotten us in a position to be fifth in the West, and I think we're going to end there. I still, I'd be very surprised if if we don't. But there's there's always a chance. Um, the I don't. In other words, I don't think anything is catastrophically wrong. Uh, but right now, it does seem as though our level is that of kind of that 500 mark as we go win, and if they, if we don't, if we're playing a team that's below 500, we lose. Right now, we're projected out, according to 538, to win 48 games. The Thunder at 48. 49 games for the Jazz, 48 for the Thunder. 47 for the Grizzlies. Clippers actually projected at 48 as well. So we're still projected to be fourth in the West, Thunder at 48, Clippers at 48, Grizzlies at 47. More telling to me is what's happened here is that we're, these te- numbers, according to 538, are projecting out, you know, one win one win here or there. Um, and, and that makes, you know, home losses to teams that are above you in the playoff picture are definitely painful. John Hollinger's system has... The Jazz projected at 50 with the Clippers at 51, Oklahoma City at 47, and Memphis at 44. I think I'd probably buy five, the closeness of 538s uh, a little bit more. Uh, Alec Burks is adding an element to this team that's impressive. We'll talk about that. Uh, but the big picture right now is that we just don't seem right. Quinn said it. He doesn't feel like we're playing particularly well. Um some nights it's you know we were in an offensive slump until we were suddenly in a defensive slump until we had a defensive game. Uh, you know, it's I don't have a great answer on why or what's taking place. Uh, we don't look particularly together. Um, we played with some bounce in that third quarter, and then and scored thirty one points and looked better in that regard. It's nothing. I just think we're off a little bit. You know, hey, not having Derek Favors the other night was tough. I mean, uh, we played Joe Johnson a lot at the four. Diaw goes 0 for 3. Trey Lyles goes 0 for 3. And we didn't we didn't get much of a bounce from them uh, in that backup power forward. But at some point, it's if we're, if we're just missing, I know this sounds crazy, but if we're just missing one guy, that's kind of the league. It's kind of the NBA. They were missing Chandler Parsons. A lot of times you're just going to miss a guy. 
You know, Oklahoma City, let's see what they do without Cantor. I, I think they're particularly thin. So I think it might be very difficult for them. Uh, but that's – I don't want to just throw the injury issue excuse uh, out there every single time. Today's show is brought to you by Jamalto. Jamalto is a global leader in digital security. So you got to protect your data when it's at rest. So you protect your IP. You protect your reputation. You protect your personal identifiable information, your financial information, your credit card information, your social security numbers, and all other data for your company. Because data is, quite simply, the new gold, and the bad guys are after the gold. So how do you do it? Well, this is what's made Jamalto a global leader in digital security and why Dan Spence, your local regional sales manager, at dan.spence at jamalto.com can help your company out. Is instead of trying to protect the perimeter and prevent the breach from happening, Jamalto's game plan is the breach is going to happen. Let's protect for when the breach does happen and make sure that we do protect all of those things I just mentioned. You control who has access. It's got to be multi-factor authentication because passwords just aren't enough. You got to be what happens if someone loses a cell phone. You got to what happens if someone gets fired. What happens if someone leaves your company? There's so many scenarios and you have to have it built for all of them. And that's what Dan Spence and Jamalto do for you. Call them at 801-540-3024. That's 801-540-3024. Dan.spence at jamalto.com. Local Utah guy. You can contact him from email or phone. Uh, either way, whatever's best for you. It's Dan. Dot Spence at Jamalto.com, 801-540-3024. So AB is playing, as we kind of projected last week on the show, the backup point guard minutes. He's doing some things great. 15 points on four of five shooting the other night. He's showing a scoring prowess. The five turnovers the other night were not good. Above the break turnovers are bad. 20% of the Grizzlies' points were on turno- off turnovers the other night. The Jazz turnover issue wasn't so bad. They turned it over 15% of their possessions, which is a little high. But you've got to make sure that when you're, that the turnovers are not above the break, turnovers going the other way. Those turnovers, those fatal turnovers, in which you turn it over and they get two points, are almost impossible to overcome. Burks was great. He overcame it that night. He uh, has effective field goal percentage on the season is 58%. He's just been terrific. When the team's been on the floor, the offense is a one, uh, about a 112, which is terrific. Uh, the defense, when he's on the floor, has been a 103. So all the numbers are good. And he's really bringing an offensive prowess. Uh, the next step is getting guys to feel comfortable playing with him. Uh, so far this year, Gordon shooting f- effective field goal percentage. Uh, regular field goal percentage of 40. Effective field goal percentage of 41.7 when he's on the floor. George Hill's at 45.3. Uh, so those two guys in the 70 minutes uh, in which they've been on the floor together, they have, uh, the Jazz have, uh, those two guys haven't found the rhythm yet. And he's a very different player to play with. Uh, I, I think that it will be fine, but it's, it's still a very different player uh, for them to play with. So far this year, the Jazz have played uh, just 31 minutes without Don- with Alec as the point guard. Just 31 minutes. In those 31 minutes, the offense is 111. 
and the defense is 111. So we're about even uh, in the 63 possessions. Uh, we play a little faster, which is interesting when AB's in, which you might expect. Never quite sure what that value is, but that's uh, what it is. And in those circumstances, Gordon's shooting 33%, and he's been on the floor for 42 of those 63 minutes. So A.B.'s been fabulous. When he's got the ball in his hands and been that guy, his effective field goal percentage is 72%. He's been just great. Nobody else is along for that ride yet. And that's always kind of been the question on A.B. So some of this might be not entirely fair in that that's always been the question about A.B. is whether he can make his teammates better. And here he is coming back from all these major injuries, incredibly playing just terrific basketball. And yet we're micro-analyzing uh, you know, 31 minutes of playing time is probably not the fairest thing to look at on AB. But you just kind of wonder why aren't we playing great? Is that part of it? I don't. I guess my answer a little bit is I, I'm not certain that that is the case. Um, you know, we just have some guys that that might not be as as hot right now. It was a strange loss the other night. Rodney had 20 points. We're 19 going into the game. We were 19 and four when Rodney scored 13. Usually, that's a that's a win. Uh, for the Jazz. Uh, and the things just, you know, we've talked about a little bit. Uh, on this night, the offense was fine, and the big picture, the offense has not been. And we'll have to figure out uh, whether there's whether there's a, a major issue there. I took a look at uh, one other note, and again, I, you know, I, you can pick and choose numbers. you got to figure out whether they have value. A lot of times I, I share things with you um, and they're not quite alternate facts or fake news. They're just maybe not that important. Um, you know, I look a lot of stuff up. I, I try to analyze a lot of different things. I try to figure out what's going on. So one of my favorite numbers is the idea that you are positive when all players are off the floor. We we have generally been there. Uh, now we're negative again a little bit when Rudy checks off but we we're right close to it which is pretty incredible we are positive when every player uh is on the floor who's a general rotation player in the last i went and looked at the last 15 games we're positive actually with every player but gordon hayward on the floor and shelvin mack is really poor um which is weird and we're positive with every player but george hill off the floor i didn't really find anything i was trying to see if there's somebody who where the offense is particularly bad or the defense. So the defense has not been good when Gordon and Rodney are on the floor, and we've not been great early in quarters. Um, The offense has struggled a little bit more when Rudy's on the floor, and you wonder, is that because of a Rudy-Derrick combo? That combo hasn't been great recently. I didn't really find anything. So I I have not given you a great answer um, on a lot of these things. And to that, I guess I apologize, but I also would say that if I'm not finding a great answer, it's probably nothing other than the regular portion of a season that we're in right now, pre all-star break, like everyone kind of clicks in. And then last night while I'm looking, I suddenly found this and I thought this was really interesting. Last 10 games, Cleveland's four and six, Boston, six and four, Toronto's four and six. Atlanta's six and four. Washington's eight and two. Indiana's six and four. Chicago's five and five. Charlotte's three and six. Okay? Or three and seven. Those those are the playoff teams. On the West, the Warriors are nine and one. They're on pace to win seventy games again. 
The Spurs, who lost badly last night, lost two in a row, are six and four. The Rockets are four and six. The Clippers are six and four. The Thunder are six and four. The Grizzlies are five and five. The Nuggets are seven and three, and the Jazz are seven and three. So of the sixteen playoff teams, only four of them are playing at above a seventy percent clip. One of the four actually just plays that way. So no one's hot right now. What I also think it is is a sign that no one other than Brooklyn and Milwaukee's off a little and the Lakers aren't great, are awful right now. So the Lakers are 2-8, and eight, Brooklyn's 1-9, and nine, and Milwaukee, who's struggling, is 2-8. and eight. Uh, But otherwise, no one's, no one's really bad. And this goes back to something we talked about all year long, that you're just not going to win. There just aren't easy wins this year. There just aren't bad teams. We've talked about this all year long. It's actually coming back to probably be um, really true. That it it simply is a year in which there just aren't bad teams. So you just don't go on the runs that you that you once did, and I I think that's a huge part of um, of why you know the Jazz aren't hot, but also a lot of teams. Blue Apron is the f- number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. It's pretty cool. It makes home cooking accessible for everyone. And now with the promo code LOCKJAZZ, L-O-C-K JAZZ, they left out my E, L-O-C-K JAZZ, you get your first three meals for free. Go to blueapron.com slash L-O-C-K JAZZ. Now, why Blue Apron? There's a lot of reasons. One is not all ingredients are the same. So Blue Apron's established partnerships with 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranches across the United States. Another reason is how fun the menus are. Spicy shrimp and Korean rice cakes with cabbage, pork chops, and garlic piccata with scallion rice and spinach, mushrooms and chipotle pepper, enchiladas with lime sour cream. You suddenly bring the family together. My kids enjoy doing it. And you cook meals Together, you get fabulous recipes you wouldn't have otherwise, and you're spending under about $10 per person. Not all ingredients are the same, and Blue Apron makes sure that you have the best ingredients possible. Affordable, great variety, flexible, where you, especially delivery options for every family. Easy step-by-step that makes it less than 40 minutes, and guaranteed fresh. It's Blue Apron. Go to blueapron.com slash L-O-C-K, Jazz, and get your three free meals today. That's blueapron.com slash L-O-C-K, Jazz. To get your three free meals today, you will love how it feels and taste to create the incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Uh, Did you guys see what Paul Millsap did last night? Did you see what Paul Millsap did last night? He played 61 minutes. Atlanta beat New York in a four-overtime game. Interesting to watch. I remember when the Jazz did this. They were not right for a while afterwards. Millsap last night played 60 minutes and seven seconds. 37 points, 19 rebounds, seven assists. He didn't miss a second of the overtimes. And Atlanta won. That's a crushing loss to New York. Uh, Worth keeping. Last night wasn't a good sample, but worth keeping on Oklahoma City. Without Cantor, uh, and uh, there's a great site, by the way, popcornmachine.net. I don't know if you're 
uh, aware of that site, but it's a great one. So I was watch. I didn't watch the game, but I wanted to see what they did when without uh, Cantor. So their first bench unit without Westbrook last night, Oklahoma City, was Cameron Payne, Alex Abrinas, Jeremy Grant, Joffrey Laverne, and Demona Sabonis. Then they brought back in Victor Oladipo with Kyle Singler. So then Oladipo has to kind of carry the load offensively in that stretch. He did. He, um, and they do. And they actually uh, start the second quarter minus. By the time Westbrook checks out to Westbrook checks in, they've lost nine points in that span. Just that first or second quarter last night. Uh, in the second time that Westbrook goes out, they actually fought, kind of worked their way back. Uh, and that time, instead of waiting, they had Oladipo in immediately with Laverne, uh, Grant, Cameron Payne, and Singler. But that's going to be tough. Without Ennis, if Joffrey Laverne is going to be your answer there instead, I guess. Uh, and as of right now, they're matching Steven Adams and Russell Westbrook together. So that's worth keeping an eye on, on how they're substituting that, what they're trying to do, how they think they can survive that. Uh, again, you know, weird lot. Houston last night gets blown out by Indiana. Uh, early, too. Indiana jumps them pretty early. By the end of the first quarter, they're, they're up 33-20. And they stay there their whole way. That's a wire-to-wire win with an average lead of 12 points last night. That game... Uh, was not particularly close. And they're still without Clint, uh, and Capella's coming off the bench, Montrose Harrell starting. But that's, you know, keep an eye on just the, it's the the burden of the season. Uh, Toronto lost last night to Orlando, 114-113. That doesn't make a lot of sense. So there's just a lot of funky things that are going on. That is Locked On Jazz. Thanks to Jamalto and Blue Apron, L-O-C-K Jazz for Blue Apron. Hope you enjoyed the day. Hope you have a wonderful Monday, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Jazz and Wednesday against Giannis Adetokounmpo. Tickets are available Saturday. Uh, We see Charlotte on February 4th. Have a good one. Thanks very much for tuning in, and have a great day. Support for this podcast comes from NetSuite. NetSuite lets you see what's going on with your business in real time from accounting to order management, and much more. You've outgrown your business management software. Let NetSuite help. Go to netsuite.com slash podcast to get your free guide and find out why NetSuite is a leading business management solution for growing companies. Get up and running fast with NetSuite.